Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. You can learn more about detoxification at myersdetox.com. And I started this podcast because I wanna educate people about the importance of heavy metal toxicity and its underlying cause of many of your symptoms of fatigue, brain fog, sleep issues, poor libido, uh, issues with fertility, so many health issues today that people are dealing with are caused by heavy metal toxicity. So I want to educate you about that in this podcast and what you can do about it, the testing you can do and detoxification protocols that you can do with the many, many experts that I interview on the show. Today we have my friend Dana Bowman and Ginny Mahar on the show. We're going to be talking about the thyroid testing your doctor isn't telling you about and lots of information about what you can do to heal your thyroid, what tests your doctor should be doing but isn't typically, what kind of thyroid medication should you be on, what are the pros and cons of different types of thyroid medication and uh, so much good information on the show today. Because if you're feeling fatigued, depressed, maybe have anxiety, uh, you're having trouble sleeping, you're having trouble, uh, you know, you're gaining weight, you're having trouble losing weight, thyroid problems, thyroid issues, hypothyroid or hyperthyroid could be at the root cause of that. So learn more about that on the show today. And I'm so thrilled. I'm so looking forward to the holidays this season. I'm going to be going to Kauai with my fiance. I recently got engaged. So it's a really, really happy. Uh, My uh, fiance's name is Mitch. And we uh, just really have hit it off. I met him earlier this year and we're just uh, really, really compatible. We have the same birthday. Our birthdays are both August 5th. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but so far it seems like a really, really good thing. (laughs) But we decided to go to Kauai in Hawaii for Christmas. I'm so looking forward to that. I love Hawaii, just such a healing environment, such a wonderful energy there. Everyone's so, so nice. And I'm going to be getting some fun, some vitamin D and some sun uh, today for the holidays. So I hope you are doing something very relaxing, very stress-free, Uh, very relaxing for the holidays and spending some time with your family. And I'm going to be doing a digital detox and getting a tan. That's my plan. (laughs) So today on the show, we have Dana Bowman and Jitty Mahar. Dana Bowen is the Thyroid Refresh co-founder, thyroidrefresh.com, and she's the force of nature behind Thyroid Nation and Thyroid Nation Radio. Before her Hashimoto's diagnosis, Dana was the owner of a successful event planning company and a high-intensity Zumba dance instructor. One fateful day, her adrenals crashed, her energy evaporated, and she was forced to reevaluate her high-stress lifestyle like all of us. Dana leaned on her background in marketing and advertising to create Thyroid Nation, one of the most highly trafficked websites for expert information on thyroid health. Dana, her husband, Travis, and their two children recently relocated to North Carolina. And thanks to Dana's vast network of connections, the team of experts behind Thyroid Refresh is an impressive force of love, light, and healing. 
The other co-founder on the show today is Ginny Mehar. She is the mom and recipe blogger formerly known as Hypothyroid Chef. After struggling with the residual symptoms of Hashimoto's for years, she embarked on her own process of adopting a thyroid-specific diet and lifestyle. Within one year, she restored her vitality and cut her thyroid antibodies in half. Ginny is a passionate advocate of supporting others in their journeys towards better health. Thyroid Refresh is the support platform that she wishes she had throughout her ongoing process of transforming herself from overstressed and chronically fatigued foodie to zened out and energized health nut. She's a Cordon Bleu trained chef, cooking instructor, writer, and entrepreneur. She lives with her husband, son, and Terrier Lab Mix in beautiful Western Montana. You can learn more about their thyroid program at thyroidrefresh.com slash thyroid30. Since you're listening to this podcast, I know you're very interested in heavy metal detoxification, and I wanted to give you a free detox checklist with the top 10 tips to detox that I've distilled after working with thousands of clients. If you want to download this absolutely free checklist, just simply go to detoxforenergy.com. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, so you guys are the founders of Thyroid Refresh. And so we're going to be talking today all about how to live a lifestyle to facilitate healthy thyroid function, because so many people have thyroid issues today. You know, thyroid medication is the number one prescribed medication, and it's a big problem. So why don't you enlighten us? Why are so many people having thyroid issues today? Well, you know, Dana and I are thyroid patients, and what we created is a little bit unique in that it's created by thyroid patients for thyroid patients. And we lean on our advisory team of experts to, you know, to offer professional, you know, health-oriented, more medical, clinical-type advice. Um, But, you know, just speaking as a patient, you know, one of the things that we see over and over um, is just our how our systems are so inundated with environmental toxins, with stress, with you know all kinds of things that are in our food supply, um, ingredients that our bodies aren't you know designed to necessarily be able to even process. We're not getting enough sleep. It's like our systems are kind of crying out. And I feel like it's sort of a canary in the coal mine thing, um, maybe similar to like people having more reproductive issues where our systems are just saying, red flag, we have to stop, pause, and really examine how we're living our lives so that we can continue to thrive and feel vibrant and you know, optimize our health and our thyroid health. And I think, you know, we have to put a balance on things because I don't, you know, here we were going for convenience. Everyone was, you know, industrial revolution and, and, you know, here we are trying to make things go faster and make things better and more efficient. And in the process or the meantime, we've kind of, you know, (laughs) hurt ourselves in the process. And so I think as, you know, a society, we have to find the balance for that because right now it's like really tipped over here, uh, you know, against humans feeling good and healthy and safe. And I mean, cause it's in the water supply, it's in our air. It's like, 
you really can't escape it. And so I feel like, you know, as a society, we, we kind of just went, oh, okay, we're going to go this way. And now we got to kind of like bring it back because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's scary a little bit. You know, we love to research and we're, you know, we try to be informed and empowered patients. And you can probably, you know, speak to this better. But what what I hear and read most often is it points to environmental toxins, mm-hmm. you know, as being sort of this catalyst to uh, to thyroid dysfunction. Would you agree with that, Wendy? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I mean, fluoride blocks the uh, production of thyroid hormones and chlorine in the water that we're showering in most people in the United States. Uh, that blocks thyroid uh, hormones. It blocks iodine uptake into the thyroid, and it competes with iodine, the chlorine and fluoride and bromine. They're halogens that compete with iodine uptake in the thyroid to make our thyroid hormones. So there's a lot of things stacked against us in producing thyroid hormones and um, also mercury, a huge one. Anyone eating fish? Well, guess what? You're going to have lots and lots of mercury that's inhibiting thyroglobulin production. And that's, you know, the, the basis of making thyroid hormones. So uh, just, I mean, almost everyone has these toxins in them. So it's no no surprise that so many people have thyroid issues and are prescribed thyroid medications. So for anyone listening, why don't we talk about some of the symptoms of thyroid dysfunction. So what are some of the things that people may be feeling? So if anyone's listening, they can maybe identify if perhaps they have a thyroid issue and may want to go get it checked out. Well, for Mm -hmm. me, the biggest one was fatigue, Um, like extreme fatigue. And I couldn't figure out why. So for me, fatigue, of course, there's like, I don't know, hundreds of, you know, symptoms, but that was the one and and, um, brain fog to where I felt like, Like, what's going on? Like, what is wrong with me? I can't, you know, and I just kind of thought it was me. I thought, well, I'm getting older or this, you know, you kind of attribute it to that, which is another problem we face when we head to the doctor, you know. Um, And of course, I had all the little things, but those were the big things for me, weight gain or weight issues. You know, like I wasn't ever able to move the scale in any direction really very well. So for me, it was those those three things were the key symptoms that I had. And those are really common symptoms. And I shared all of those and more joint pain, um, depression, you know, but we are both Hashimoto's patients, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, it's uh, autoimmune hypothyroidism. So the body is mistakenly sending out antibodies and attacking its own thyroid tissue. And, um, I love the analogy that um, our resident thyroid expert, Mary Showman, makes about um, the thyroid being like the gas pedal in the body. So if you're hypothyroid, you're, you don't have enough gas. If you're hyperthyroid, it's like you have too much gas. So, you know, um, we focus on an on a audience of people who have thyroid disease in general and those symptoms can, you know, sort of tip one way or the other, like someone with hyperthyroidism might have um, a rapid heartbeat, they might find themselves being really hot, Uh, they might be more prone to anxiety, kind of that like, state of being over revved, you know, really hard to sleep, things like that. So 
it's sort of like a metabolic imbalance in either direction. That needle can go in either direction for people. So I think it's important just to mention like, you know, right. You, you can, can be have having symptoms. symptoms. And, yes. You could have fatigue and, and brain fog and all of that and still be, you know, have with hyperthyroidism, you could have Graves disease and still have the same, the same symptoms. So they kind of overlap. That's exactly right. And one of the things I was just going to mention to you both is I have met like three people or one I already knew, but no, three people who have both in the last two or three weeks mm-hmm. who have both Graves disease and Hashimoto's. Yes. I can't, I mean, to hear that so, you know, uh, quickly or close together, kind of scary. Well, and Hashimoto's patients can go from hypothyroid to hyperthyroid, depending right. on what's happening with the antibodies and how, you know, what's going on is the thyroid tissue being destroyed and like releasing, you know, all this stuff into the system that's throwing you out of whack. So yeah, and people feel like they're going crazy. I mean, when, yes. I know people as women are more affected by this, they can really feel like they're mentally unstable and it affects your relationships and you're just mm-hmm. going back and forth, depression, anxiety, and it's not you, you know, you're not to blame. It's just there's something right. biologically off in your body that needs to be yeah. addressed. So people, so many people get referred to their mental health professionals when they're having a physical problem because the right. doctors just don't know the test to do or don't know what to look for. Let's talk a little bit about that, about the, the correct testing that needs to be done because so many doctors, conventional medical practitioners, uh, what they suspect thyroid issues, they'll do a very, very simple, least expensive test called the TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. Why mm-hmm. is that not enough? Do you want me to take that down? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah. So the TSH test is the first test that people typically get from their MDs when they're diagnosed. And it does help indicate whether you're in a hypo or hyperthyroid state, but we really can't stress it enough that it is just the beginning and really you need a complete thyroid panel that also tests to see uh, your how your T3 and T4 is doing. Um, you know, T4 is what we're medicated with, for example, when we're hypothyroid patients. Well, is your body converting that T4 into T3, which is the active form of thyroid hormone? You know, a doctor needs to test you for that to see, because what can happen is that a hypothyroid patient might be, look perfect on paper, right? The labs look perfect, but the patient is still coming in and saying, I I don't, I still don't feel like myself. I'm still fatigued. I'm still waking up every day tired. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I feel like my spark is going out. I'm like quoting myself here. You know, this is kind of my story. I went through this for four years and this is a, this is the common story. This is, this is why Dana and I are so passionate about trying to help and advocate for other thyroid patients is that that's sort of the standard of care. You get your TSH tested you maybe you're diagnosed hypothyroid, you get put on synthetic thyroid hormone. And as long as your labs look good, then, uh, you know, in the doctor's eyes, you are good. Anything else is the aging process, or it's all in your head, or it's so it's your fault, there's something you're doing wrong, you need to eat less exercise more, you know, it's definitely can be a very emotionally frustrating, uh, you know, 
journey for thyroid patients. And, and that's why we really need to be like, not just um, informed patients, but like passionate patients, because we can be informed, but then you can like, okay, well, I'm informed and I know that I need to ask for more than just the TSH test. I need to ask for a thyroid panel, but then people sometimes don't have that oomph for that, whatever it takes to keep moving forward with it. You know, let's say you go in and you ask, I need a thyroid panel. And they say, well, we're going to do the TSH. And you say, I really need the thyroid panel. And then they say, well, we're going to do the TSH. And you say, no, I really need the thyroid panel. You need to be like, I, passionate's just the nicest way I can say, you know, <laughs> you adamant. Put your foot or, down. Yeah, right. Yes. So not and only it, do we have to be informed, we have to, we have to really <laughs> mean it. And yeah. if they refuse to do a full thyroid panel, it's time to look for another doctor. Yeah, it really is. I mean, so so four years I went through this not knowing. So, you know, we talked about T4 and T3. Is my body even converting the medication into the active form of thyroid hormone? But there's another really important piece I want to mention before we move on from the topic of testing. And that's testing your thyroid antibodies, your TPO and TG antibodies. Um which are going to indicate whether or not you have an autoimmune condition like like Hashimoto's. And that is an incredibly important and empowering piece of the puzzle as a thyroid patient. My doctor, like many people's doctors, never tested me for that. I started doing my own research because for four years I was that patient saying, I don't feel like myself. Should I be eating differently? Should I, you know, what am I doing wrong? I was on Weight Watchers. I was exercising five days a week. I couldn't drop the weight. I was tired all day, every day. I was sick for months at a time, every cold and flu season. I mean, on multiple rounds of antibiotics, like my immune system wasn't working. And every time I'd say, does this have something to do with my thyroid? Oh, no, no, no way. You know, your labs look fine. So you're fine. And getting that piece of information that I indeed had Hashimoto's and then this whole world of autoimmune information opening up was so crucial in my healing and in so many other people's healings. You know, there's we hear these stories every day. And, you know, there's a lot of statistics about out there about how many people have Hashimoto's. And, you know, I've seen and heard as high as 97 percent of people with hypothyroidism in the U.S. indeed have Hashimoto's. And but I, so and many I wanna, of us don't even know that. That's I crazy go, to I me. Wanna, I want to tell a, a, a different aspect of that same story because it just kind of dawned on me that, you know, like you said, when you learned that you had um, Hashimoto's, it opened up a whole can of worms, so to speak. For me, I learned I had Hashimoto's immediately and no can of worms was open because I wasn't an informed patient nor was I asking questions. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there. It's not a great thing to <laughs> admit right now, but um, this is this was part of my journey. I was not informed and I, and he didn't say it was an autoimmune disease. He said, you have Hashimoto's and basically that's hypothyroidism. So I Googled, you know, hypothyroidism and that's what I went on. I didn't realize, and nor did he say anything about lifestyle or uh, food can help or exercise or any of that, you know, kind of information that would have been very helpful. And I also had adrenal issues. So there's only a little bit more to it for me, but I did not, it didn't open, you know, a can of worms or the door or the window or anything for me because I was just like, okay, well, so great. Now I know, now I'm going to take my pill and I'm going to get on the plane. I'm going to go to my 
Zumba convention and I'm going to be fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I think no matter what diagnosis you get, you're only going to get the pill. You're only going to get thyroid hormone replacement. You're not going to get mm-hmm. any education whatsoever, like you said, on diet or lifestyle or all the other different things you can be doing to attempt to reverse this the, the condition, the Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroiditis. And so let's talk a little bit about medication. And so we're certainly not medical doctors. We're not trying to advise anyone on medication, but there's some differentiations that you should know so you can be an informed patient and tell your doctor what to do. Because <laughs> they love that, don't they? <laughs> they do love that. They do. Yeah. So um, one thing that I found out uh, that's uh, really, really important to know is that, you know, many people, if they have mercury toxicity, that if they take a T4 medication or even nature thyroid or a natural uh, thyroid medication like nature thyroid or uh, west thyroid or what have you, uh, armor thyroid, many people cannot convert the T4 to T3, which is the active form of the thyroid, if they have mercury toxicity. So in my opinion, I feel like a lot of people need to be on T3 specifically to bypass that whole uh, mechanism so that they can get the active form of the thyroid that they need to have a, a healthy metabolism and really get their brain function back. It was just really like for me, the light bulbs turning on um, because many people take T4 or nature thyroid or what have you, and they don't feel any different. And the doctor gives them more of the medication. And so that's why a lot of people, if you're taking thyroid medication, you're not getting the results or your labs aren't correcting into the good ranges that the doctor's looking for, you may not be on the right medication. Right. And that, and that's really common. And, you know, there's a couple of different ways to look at it. For me, I definitely was not on the right medication. I was taking a T4 only medication in the very beginning. That's all I could get, you know, living in another country. And so that's what I took. And that is when my door opened eventually, because I realized I wasn't getting better and I wanted to feel better. So I had to like make the decision to get online and start, you know, looking for other options, other alternatives. And then, you know, now I'm on nature thyroid and things started settle, settling down for me once I was given both T3 and T4. But like some of the people I know, which is really, which is why we're so passionate about this, really just don't get that they don't get it. And they just think, okay, well, I'm taking my medicine. So that's for my thyroid check. Just like I'm taking my cholesterol medicine. Like they don't relate it to how they feel. Like if you're not feeling better, then maybe you need to talk to your doctor about a different medication. Really, you should be able to, your body wants to be in homeostasis. Your body wants to feel good. Your body wants to, you know, and it just keeps, it just keeps trying to do that. So, you know. Yeah. Get finding the right medication and optimizing medication is super important. And it's good to know about some of the different options out there. So, you know, we talked about the T4, that's like the typical step one synthetic thyroid hormone. And, um, in addition to that, there's, there can be other just T3 only medications like Sidomel. And, um, as Wendy was saying, you know, that's really important and can be helpful for people who aren't converting. And then, um, Dana mentioned the, um, well, she's on nature Throid. That's also a lot of people, um, call those kinds of medications NDT or natural desiccated thyroid. And those are brands like Nature Throid Armor. And they are created from, it's like a bioidentical hormone created from the thyroid gland of pigs. 
And so it's got T4, T3, T2, T1. And there's a ton of people out there who absolutely swear by this, like this fixed everything. You know, I was on levothyroxine, which is synthetic T4, you know, or a generic whatever, Synthroid, something like that. And then when I switched to this, all my residual symptoms went out the window. Now I tried that and for me, it did not work. And um, I'm currently taking tyrosine, which is like a hypoallergenic synthetic T4. And I, I'm still, I'm tinkering with it. It's been a, a, literally two years of just, well, what if we try this? And what if we try that, you know? So it, this, is a, this is a process. And for a lot of us, this is a lifelong diagnosis. So it can take some patience and, um, you know, that research and tinkering, but there are a lot of options out there to choose from. And there's also the matter of getting those tests and having, you know, a physician who is willing to look at those tests and say, where can we make things better for you here? You know, how can we really help you feel optimal? Yeah, because I, I, I was just going to say, I keep coming back to the fact that people, I guess we get so conditioned that you're just, you listen to your doctor and you take the pill and that's what you're doing. And, the, and that the feeling good is like, meh, not part of the deal. Like we really have to, yeah. we have to advocate for ourselves. Like you, mm-hmm. you're taking the medicine, but you want to feel good. That's the whole point. Well, and we're trained, you know, we're trained to just take the the words of our doctors as gold and not question it. And I, I think everything should be questioned. I think everything should be open for discussion. And, you know, it's part of being an empowered patient. You know, um, I, I really feel that um, we have to, you know, in the words of Molly Hamill, she's one of the other thyroid warrior goddesses that we've had, you know, right for us. And I love that. (laughs) Yeah, she's wonderful. And she, she, the way she puts it is, you need to learn to trust the expert within. And how many of us has have gotten disconnected from that inner voice that says, like me for four years going, I know something's wrong. But, but then it gets overridden by that voice that says, well, my doctor says there's something wrong with me. I must be doing something wrong. It's not my thyroid because that's what she said. And, you know, she wasn't a bad doctor. It was the, this is the standard of care, you know, in, in conventional medical treatment for, you know, hypothyroid patients. And, um, it it really took me taking the reins and doing my own research and asking some harder questions and ultimately finding a new doctor. Yeah. And and also just, uh, you know, you have to take into account your doctor's training. I mean, they just don't know anything about mercury. They don't know very much about toxins affecting the thyroid. They don't know about supporting lifestyle for a healthy thyroid. They don't know anything about nutrition typically. I mean, that's like probably 90% of conventional medical doctors. So you are you know, consulting with someone that has frankly very limited knowledge about uh, how to get the thyroid working correctly. 
and supporting mm -hmm. its function. So that's what you, like you said, you have to be trust the expert within and really, you know, advocate yourself, get the tests that you need, put your foot down. If they don't, they won't do it. Go to find a different doctor who's more relaxed. So some doctors do not want to be told what to do. They don't want to be told what tests that they should be running and things like that. And that happens. Uh, but uh, you really have to advocate for yourself. Oh, well, and the, one of our, really quick, I was going to say, our thyroid expert, resident thyroid expert, uh, Mary Shulman, one of her favorite tricks of the trade is to um, write a letter, a note saying, okay, I just want you know to say, you know, I've asked for this test and, or I've asked for this medication and uh, my doctor is not going to prescribe this to me or, you know, give me this test or whatever. And, you know, I sign it and then you say, could you sign it too to the doctor and keep it in my file? She said nine times out of 10, they'll end up doing the <laughs> test or letting you try the medicine. So that's just a little trick. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, and a really interesting detail too is like when I got the, um, when I finally asked for a full thyroid panel and I went to my doctor and I asked her to run that and she agreed to do it. And um, when I got the results from the nurse about a week later, she said, you know, everything is in the normal range except your uh, TPO antibodies are elevated. And I said, oh, so I have Hashimoto's then. And she said, yes, it's just as the doctor expected. Now she expected it because so many people with hypothyroidism have Hashimoto's, but she didn't test me for it or educate me on it because it wouldn't have changed her treatment protocol of that synthetic T4 for, you know, the foreseeable future until for the rest of my life or until somehow my thyroid situation resolved itself, which often it doesn't. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So even though it wouldn't have changed her treatment protocol, I think, you know, as a patient, I, I just, I want people and even doctors to know it would have changed mine. It would have changed mine a lot. And knowing that and having that information, it was, you know, after four years of being sick and tired and raising a, my my newborn son, I was diagnosed right after, you know, postpartum. I mean, I would give anything to get those four years back, but it was a matter of weeks from getting that information, finding a new doctor. I work with a, a naturopath that's um, been wonderful and a matter of weeks before we found some underlying root causes. We looked at micronutrient deficiencies. We talked about, you know, dietary changes I needed to be making, lifestyle changes, all these things. And boom, one day, you know, especially dealing with, I had a um, gut dysbiosis was one of my underlying root causes. And we treated that. And it was literally from the time of starting treatment until about 48 hours later, it was like somebody flicked the light switch on back on inside me after four years of that light switch being off. I literally got my life back. I mean, it is possible. Yes, yes. And that's really common for women is after having a child, their adrenals and thyroid are shot. And simply because the child just takes everything out of you, all of your nutrients, all of your minerals, and it's stressful having a baby and, you know, being awake at night. And, and you know, it's just a stressful kind of experience. It's hard on the body. And, um, you know, many women get adrenal fatigue diagnosis and thyroid diagnosis postpartum. 
And that was certainly the case for me. That's, you know, a couple of years after uh, having my child, or maybe a year after I realized that I was having thyroid issues and, you know, got, went to my doctor and got tested. Um, but also when people get, get tests and they get the results back from the doctor, you know, you want to get those test results yourself because how the doctor interprets them, uh, and, you know, determining whether or not you need treatment can be very different, uh, because like you may need treatment, you may need to change your lifestyle and get on medication. If your TSH is like three or four, where the doctor won't prescribe it unless the TSH, TSH is five or six, where he warns that the lab ranges are out of range enough to begin treatment. So why do you want to wait to begin treatment until your thyroid is completely toast? <laughs> you know, right. Why would you want to wait? Right. Yeah. Well, and when you look at the optimal ranges for conventional medicine, they're um, much wider than the optimal ranges for functional and integrative medicine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for anybody listening, who's like, okay, well, this is me, what do I do? You know, look in your area for functional MDs, integrative MDs, osteopaths, okay. naturopaths. Um, you know, those are those are kind of the rocks that you want to start looking under to find um, a doctor who's likely to be more willing to, you know, help you do this work of reclaiming your health. Because there is a lot you can do. There, I mean, we're we're here. We're living proof. You know. Yep. Yeah. And so your TSH should be between one and two, correct? Yeah. I mean, that's where, that's, that's generally where most people feel the best, generally. I mean, there's no set for anybody. We're all bio-individual, right? But that's generally where people feel their best. So that's kind of what the functional doctors kind of look for, right? They want it to be in between one and two somewhere. And, you know, we have, I have a friend who hers is less than one and she feels good there. So you know, it's kind of, it's, it's all about feeling good. Your body wants to feel good. Help yeah, it. Everyone's going to be a little bit different. We all have a yeah. unique and different set point, but if it's like TSH mm -hmm. is three or above, there's no yep. point in waiting until no. it's five or six to no. begin a treatment protocol of some type or lifestyle changes. Right, right, right. So why don't we talk a little bit about your program, Thyroid 30. You've created this program to teach people the, the best lifestyle to support optimal thyroid function. Why don't you tell us a little about that? And to make it fun. Yes. That was the goal, to make right. it fun, because so much of what we read and hear and learn when we're on this journey is not fun and a little depressing and overwhelming to the nth degree. And so Jenny and I were like, let's try to make it fun. So mm -hmm. that is, that's when we came together. I'll let Jenny finish. But that was one of the, the main things. We wanted to help people simplify their lifestyle, their thyroid-friendly lifestyle, so that it wasn't overwhelming. And we wanted to kind of make it fun. So that's why we created Thyroid Refresh, the home site for our revolutionary, you know, program, which is actually a game, Thyroid 30. Yeah, we based it on, um, like, these common core tenets of a thyroid-friendly lifestyle. So, you know, we've got shelves full of books written by incredible doctors and experts. And, you know, there's these common threads, right? Everybody has their own sort of spin. But we took the common threads, like, um, we what we call them is the eight daily rituals. So one is remember. Did you remember to take your medications and supplements? 
Two is refuel. That's your your diet. And, you know, what are you eating? Are you avoiding inflammatory foods? Are you figuring out what your unique bio-individual dietary needs are and and adhering to those guidelines? Um, Three is reactivate. So that's 10 minutes of daily movement, physical activity of some kind. Uh, Four is repair. Did you do one thing today to support your gut health? Um, five is rejuvenate. So that's, did you spend 10 minutes today on self-care or stress reduction, stress management? Uh, six is reduce. So did you do one thing today to reduce, uh, toxins in your body, in your diet, in your life? Um, number six is Wendy Myers for me now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <A> detox. <laughs> So seven is relish, which is where you get a point each day for checking in with your team. Players, you know, participate on a team. They don't have to find other random people like you get into the game and and we have a team finder so they can go by often like the title of the team might give them some clues like Hashi moms or something like that, you know, moms with Hashimoto's or um, things like that. So people can sort of find the, you know, the right fit for them. Um, and then the last one is recharge and you set a, a sleep goal and you, you know, did you meet that sleep goal? And that's going to require that you look at your sleep habits, your sleep hygiene, things like that. So the way that we're different, you know, there's a lot of programs out there for thyroid patients, but Dana and I wanted to, um, you know, there, there's so much information out there about what to do. But I think what our program does differently is we answer the question of how to do it. So say somebody's working with you, Wendy, you know, you can go in and create your own Wendy Myers, you know, thyroid 30 detox challenge or whatever. And and you can have that team be public or private. So it can be like this, you know, open or closed experience, depending on what you're going for. And then people log in each day and they score themselves on each of these eight daily rituals. And we're not saying you have to eat this and you have to do it this way. And step one, it's like you take your program, you take the recommendations of your chosen expert. We do offer some guidance. We don't just, you know, throw you out there blindly. <laughs> right. So, you know, a lot of us are working with people that are saying, well, you got to cut out gluten and cut out dairy and you you have to reduce your stress and you need to prioritize your sleep and you need to do all these things. Okay, how? That's the question that we answer. So when people go in and they score themselves on these things each day and they connect with other people who know what it's like and are in there cheering each other on and sharing little recipes, tips, I did this workout today, you know, or whatever it is, it's like you have that accountability, right? It's, it provides accountability. So people are motivated to think about this stuff each day. And it was funny when we were beta testing it, you know, my husband did it with us and he doesn't have a thyroid issue. And he was like, it's actually, and he's such a, you know, he would, he's not our ideal customer. Not at all. Not <laughs> he wouldn't we want. I found myself really thinking about, you know, um, am I going to not get any point? exercise today? Yeah, I wouldn't get my point today for uh, reactivate if I don't do something right. Or if I 
eat this or drink that, it's going to, it's going to ding my, my refuel score. So it's all about looking at our whole life picture and all of our habits and all of those little choices that, you know, add up to such powerful, big changes and, and results in our, our overall wellness. And so, so that's what we do. And, um, we just had our first one last fall and the feedback was absolutely incredible. And people were, it was so incredibly um, just precious for Dana and I, after all the work we put into creating, this, you know, to hear people say, this was, uh, this amazing. taught me so this much. This fun. changed my life. I feel like myself again, you know, it is possible, you know, and we, we have to get, um, that expert help and guidance, you know, we're not here to, it's not a medical program. It's, we're not here to replace anyone's doctor's advice, but we're here to say, okay, you're working with someone or you have a book that you, that you got, or there's a program, you you know, a met more clinical program you signed up for online. This is how you can implement all those recommendations successfully and sustainably. So that when the 30 days ends, it doesn't just go out the window. This is like a, you know, it happens seasonally. So people can come back again and again and make like little stair steps of progress in ultimately adopting what we like to call a thyroid friendly lifestyle. Yeah, because you're right. When you go on the internet or you read a book, there's so much information. Do this, take that, eat this food, don't eat this food, take this supplements and all these different things. Um, but it's like, where do you start, you know, and, and just Rome wasn't built in a day when you're trying to live a detox friendly lifestyle or thyroid friendly lifestyle or fix whatever health issue you're trying to address, you know, you have to do things one at a time, like one step at a time. You can't fix everything in your life at once, but you do this over 30 days or a Mm -hmm. few years. And it's, it's amazing the the small incremental changes, how those turn into just feeling so much better. And it makes you present with all of that. It makes you very present in the moment because you're each day is a new day. So you get points and things for every day. And it's not about winning. It's about making progress for yourself. So it makes you like have to be very present, which I think a lot of the Americans need to work on. <laughs> well, and then you right? get recognized, you know, for that participation and performance with rewar- rewards and badges and things like that. So we really tried to do something different for thyroid patients. And this is because I was using like kind of a more generic, like whole health program when I was going through my own like intensive healing odyssey. And I say that like it's something past tense, but this is, you know, for so many of us, this is, it's a lifestyle, you know, it's a, it's lifelong and it is a lifestyle. And I was um, chatting with Dana, we had just connected and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do some recipes. You know, we were talking about maybe getting some recipes up on Thyroid Nation. And I was like, you know, I'm about to sign up for this program again. And I really wish they had something like this that was for thyroid yes. patients. And it was like, ding and boom. That's it. Year and a half later. <laughs> yeah, we just were like, we have to do this. This I mean, I had we, have we created it. the program that we wished we had we as had. thyroid patients. And 
you know, we call it a game, but it's not Candy Crush, guys. You yeah. know? <laughs> no, it's not Candy Crush, but it is but a game and you do get rewards and points. And we yes. tried to make it fun like that so you could feel the accountability. And, you know, also it's not life or death or anything. You know, you're not going to get shot in the game or anything like that. Right. right. We're not playing. We're not playing, you know, Your classic plants explodes. or anything here. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we wanted to make it fun and we wanted to make it accountable and, uh, we wanted to make it something we wish we had. Yeah. Even if you're 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you still want those gold stars. You still want them. Yeah. You do want the gold (laughs) stars. You still want them. And so, and we wanted to make sure people like you, Wendy, could, could have patients doing this program for a very affordable price. If they have, if they're working with you and they're doing some detox and, and things like that. We wanted them to be able to bring their Wendy Myers experience onto the thyroid 30 platform. Yeah, so well, well, tell us where we can, where we can do the game, play the game and sign up. Yeah. So we have uh, our second wellness adventure. We have four a year, I guess, 2019, we'll start the beginning. So we'll have four in 2019, but we will be uh, launching our second wellness adventure in January. The doors open um, January 3rd. And we will uh, have our second wellness adventure. So stop by thyroidrefresh.com. You can click on the Thyroid 30 link. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can follow along with our story. Instagram's fun. It's kind of like a game. No. So you can uh, check us out all those places and uh, be on my team. No. Great. We, have, uh, <laughs> we, have, we have lots of great teams. It'd be great to have a windy team. Um, yeah. Anybody so, can, can yeah, have them. Anybody own team. can. Right, yeah. We had a mother daughter do it together who started their own team. I thought that was really sweet. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, why don't you tell us anything that maybe we haven't discussed today in regards to thyroid health? Is there anything, you, any messages you want to communicate to the listeners? For me, it's all about baby steps. And, you know, taking it one day at a time and really not setting yourself up for failure, setting yourself up for success. So today you had an Oreo cookie and you know you shouldn't have or whatever it is. Don't be like, okay, that's it. I'm I'm done. I can't continue because we do. We do that. We beat ourselves up. We're like, my diet's over. That's it. Now we're going to have pizza. <laughs> you can start over the next day. Or if it's sleep, you know, you didn't have good sleep last night and you're like, okay, well, that's it. I'm just, I tried and, you know, don't give up baby steps, micro steps really do matter. Okay guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and everyone. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful holiday and uh, just such a pleasure to be able to do this podcast every week and help to educate you guys about how to make those baby steps to improve your life and in your health. So thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week in the new year. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Wendy. Bye.